On today's episode of The Bigger Life Podcast, we're talking all about working smarter, not harder. There are so many business owners out there that are continuing to own the business, run the business, and work in the business. Here's a tip. You are not going to scale like that. The only way to scale is work a little bit smarter. In this episode, we share our recent story about our investment property and how we were just getting in our own way. We were making it so that we could never scale our investment property. Give this one a listen. Working smarter, not harder. Check this one out. Thanks for being with us. Hey, everyone. I'm Kelsey Wozniak. And I'm Andy Wozniak. You're listening to the Bigger Life Podcast, and we're so excited you're here with us today. We are here to give you as much value as possible to help you develop the biggest life possible. We'll talk about business, balance, if there's such a thing, struggles of parenting, and the struggles and blessings of running a business with your spouse, and so much more. We want to help you pave your own path. From our experiences, we can help you cut out some of the roadblocks you might face along the way. We're so glad that you're here with us, and welcome to the Bigger Life Podcast. We're live. No, not on my side. We're life. We have been for 10 seconds. Okay. I don't have any recording anything. I think I need to log out of what I'm in because I think we're both in there as the same account. Oh, there it is. Now I see the live. You good? Okay. <laughs> Great. Glad we got that recorded. Are you good? Okay. Three, two. So today we are going to be talking about the conversation of being able to treat your business like a business and how to be a business owner. So Andy and I have been working on our first investment property that we're turning into an Airbnb. And I think that we have had some very useful um mistakes and made some useful mistakes along the way that we want to be able to share with you and help you just get into that that mindset and get into the spot of being a business owner um, and not treating it like you are all of the things wearing all the hats. So just want to kind of prep you. That's what the conversation is going to be about today. So. And it's tough too, right? Like if you're, uh, if you have your own business and you're doing it, you've got that business and you're doing that thing because you genuinely like to do that thing. You know, I think one of the big uh, things that helped us get into wanting to do like an Airbnb or some kind of investment property is like Kelsey likes designing a house. (laughs) I feel like, you know, not to speak for you. Right. But like you like to dress it up or like plan it or take it from ugly and make it beautiful. Um, Me personally, I, I didn't know that I would like this, but I like taking a nasty house I'm for lack of a better (laughs) term um, and emptying it out and then kind of like gutting it lightly gut it and then rebuild it. You know, I like doing that. I like seeing that process. So I think that's how we started to get into this. Right. Well, and I think that, so (laughs) I think it's interesting because when we got into this, we also had the conversation of, I feel like Andy was at a point in time in life and in business where I feel like you needed that right? Like we had this conversation and we thought that that was something that you needed was to be able to, you know, have a project, you know, get your hands dirty, do something like that. I think that you were at a really weird lull. Like we're, we're in the middle of building right now, as you guys all know. And I think that, you know, there's a weird 
point in time when you're like, I am not controlling anything. I'm not the one doing it. I am just kind of at the mercy of the process and all these other people. And, you know, we're also living in a home that we don't currently own. And so, you know, we're not just going to go to town rehabbing this property. So it's like, this is going to be helpful to have this and to be able to like build this and do this. So we went into it with the mindset of like, we want this to be a project house. We want Andy to have hands-on projects and be able to do this. So it's interesting because the mistakes that we made, I don't know that they were necessarily mistakes. We chose those, you know, we chose this path, but what we're realizing is looking back on it, it's like, maybe that wasn't the wisest way to go about it. So Andy, fill us in on (laughs) what that big mistake was. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, to make this make sense to everybody, I'm going to try and give you a super fast summary of kind of everything that's transpired. So we bought the property and closed on it uh, June 16th. It is real time, uh, September 19th. And we had a stretch goal of being able to get this thing up and running by Labor Day weekend, which is now about three weeks ago. (laughs) Uh, So that didn't happen. And, you know, one thing led to another for a number of reasons, we didn't hit that goal. But here is what really this episode kind of hones in on is the fact that the, the, the reason that we bought a investment property where we did, we bought it very close to where we live and still where we will be living. Um, And because we wanted to do this kind of as a dry run, we have longer term goals of buying multiple properties across the country. um, And we wanted to do something close so that worst case, you know, if something like really, really goes wrong, we could get over there and manage it. Well, um, we started to just, I started to just take on all of these projects with the house, I started to take them on all myself. We stopped hiring things out. Now, naturally, we have someone over there managing a lot of things and and taking care of a lot of things. But I started taking things off of his plate. Um, I didn't hire a painter. I didn't hire all these just other jobs because, well, I mean, I can do it. I don't have to wait on somebody else's schedule. I don't have to explain the job to them. I don't have to do all these things. I, I know that I can just go over there and do it. You know, so now <laughs> we've found ourselves into this thing where, you know, I have put in over 100 hours um, at that house at this point, like easily over 100 hours of just working on it. And this has not gotten us any closer to understanding what is the process like to manage a property long distance and hire all these things out. So I have not treated this as a business. I've treated this as my own project. Well, and it's funny because, you know, we obviously are doing this together. This is not just Andy's project and it's not just, you know, his investment property. And so on the flip side of it, on my side, you know, I was like, I'm supportive. I'm happy to to let you go and do these things. It turned into a lot of evenings and weekends by myself with Cooper. <laughs> and it was one of those things where like, I was never resentful of that because that's what we chose. That's what we said. Like, this is what it's going to take and this is what it's going to cost. And looking back, that was the dumbest thing in the world we could have done and decided on because now Cooper just went through his entire summer and there were so many hours that Andy missed out on because of the fact that he was over there doing this project. And and it's just so interesting how, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. you know, perspective is you always get it on the other side, right? Like in the moment before you just don't know, you know, you're learning through the process. And I think the biggest lesson with this one is smarter, not harder, you know, like how can we be smarter about this process and not make it harder, but also just like, what is important to you? Like what is important to you in your life? What is important to you in your business? And 
being able to let go. I think that's the hardest thing for any business owner is letting go, right? Like Andy, <laughs> even getting you to commit to us hiring the person that we did hire for, for the other projects that have been done. I remember in the beginning showing you the quote and you being like, well, I think I can do the kitchen. <laughs> And I was like, okay, but he's doing the bathrooms. Like we have to let him do the bathrooms. And now flip side, we're like, let him do the kitchen. <laughs> like, just let yeah. him do it. But like, even the stuff that that person has done was like a struggle to get you to, to let go of that. Right. Like, because yes, you can, and you could have done all of those projects yourself, but here's yeah. a question. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You got a question lined up. I was gonna, no, I was going to say, but this is the question that I asked Andy the other day. I was like, so at what point in time do we look at this from the flip side and say, so there's a contractor that that's what they specialize in, right? The contractor, there is a painter, there is a carpenter, whatever. Are we then looking at those people and saying, oh, I bet they do carpentry work and they paint and they, and they also sell houses. I bet they also sell houses because they can do it. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. And then the flip side is like, Andy, <laughs> just because you can doesn't mean you should, right? It's true. Yeah. And I can do, that's the thing. Like I can do a lot of these projects. I can. I, I know that they're, they might not be perfect, um, but I don't expect, you know, someone else that will hire, I don't expect it to be absolutely 100% perfect. So just because I can go over there and do that job or whatever, it definitely doesn't mean I should. Here's something that I found myself on a ladder a week and a half ago thinking. Um, I was painting, anybody uh, listening out there, if you've ever painted like your own house or a room or a bedroom, you know, you can put yourself in this in this situation. You're on a ladder in the corner of a room, like neck crane sideways with a light trying to cut in between the wall and the ceiling and not get a brush stroke on that ceiling. Have you been there? Like, I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure you've been there. And I'm sitting there thinking, um, man, so when we own nine or 10 or 15 of these properties, am I going to be in this exact same situation painting this stupid wall, cutting this in? Am I going to do that? Is me standing on this ladder right now getting me closer to getting our 15th Airbnb up and running? The answer was obviously no. So I had that thought. I proceeded to climb down from the ladder, wash my brush, and say, I'm not painting another square inch of this house. And <laughs> I didn't really. I mean, I kind of did. I did something the next day. But <laughs> but at, in that moment, we reached out to somebody else to like, okay, I, I'm not painting because me in this action is not taking me further. It's not taking Kelsey and I our, our thoughts of growing an investment arm of our business. It, it's not getting us closer to getting that up and running. Well, and I think that the other part of that too is where are your hours best spent? And when you pull yourself out of it and you say, I am the business owner, you think about these CEOs, you think about these owners, you know, all these big people, all the names you want to, you know, name drop anyone. Do they actually get into the warehouse and do the work? Are they the person that's going in and building, you know, the Apple device? You know, like, I mean, yes, in the beginning, absolutely. You know, it's 100% vital to do those things in the beginning. But when you get to a certain level where you're trying to grow something and build something and you are treating it like you're the business owner, you can't be the business owner and be the person in the warehouse manufacturing. There's a point in your business where you have to decide are we going to grow this? Are we going to stay where we're at? 
And that's where, you know, thinking about smarter, not harder, but not even that, that's where you have to figure out how to delegate and leverage and realize where your time is best spent. You know, I guarantee you that Andy's time is not best spent painting the corner of a wall, but at the same time, it's not, I, I, it's I think not. second that it's not, <laughs> it's not, but but in the beginning, that's what we thought was the right thing to do. And so now it's like, okay, we have this perspective and we're going to change. And that's what I love is that Andy had this epiphany and this aha moment. And I got the text and he was like, I am done. This was so stupid. What am I doing? You know, I just lost all these hours. Cooper, not to mention the work hours that, you know, we could have been putting into building out our systems for the Airbnb or putting into, you know, whatever the next phase for the Airbnb would have been. We could have been working on that while someone else is working on those hands-on projects, you know, and even if it would have taken the same amount of time, then he it, it's double the work getting done, right? Like if you think about it like that, and also the most painful part about growing a business is being able to say, no, I'm going to let someone else do this. I'm going to pay someone else to do this because that actually makes sense for your business. Yeah. And, you know, I just did a recording of my story pre-real estate, um, you know, helping or being a part of growing another business. And it's true. Like, so if you didn't listen to that one, go back and check it out. Uh, but a, a point I want to make in this is that, yeah, to be the owner or I, I wasn't the owner, but to be, to run a company, you can't be the one running the company and having the vision for forward and working on the now stuff. Like for a period of time, yes, you have to do that, but to, to scale and grow and leverage and get your time back, right? Cause the big time investment up front to get your time back, you got to put people in place to do the thing. So you can be the visionary to grow the thing. At this point, like we thought a ton about it. We've said no to 10 million different properties to buy them. We said yes to this one. And to have the vision to go forward, we had to take ourselves out of the, the project, like the project of rehabbing the house. I just realized a week and a half ago that I've got to take myself out because I'm not thinking, I'm literally not thinking back past today on the project. And that's going to mean that this project, it's going to take even longer for it to get off the ground because yeah. I'm only thinking day to day to day. So hear that in your own business, you know, like if you're still thinking only about today, there's no way you're going to be able to build your tomorrow, you know, so right. you got to think about it that way. No. And I think that that's, it's a, it's a light bulb that goes off. As soon as that light bulb goes off with any business, I feel like at that point in time, everything changes. The way you look at everything in your business can change when you start to have this perspective on it. So I feel like this is just a lesson of don't be afraid of making the mistake, like make the mistake and then pivot from the mistake, like figure out how you can correct it, figure out how you can, you know, move on and then make the the impact moving forward to be better moving forward. Kelsey, are there, is there a time, I guess, in your, in your real estate business, aside from, aside from like this investment property thing that we're talking about? Is there a time in your business where you like pulled your head out of the sand and was like, oh my goodness, I need help with this. Or I need <laughs> to like put something else on somebody else so that I can continue to grow what I'm doing. Is there something that you did there? So I feel like the obvious answer to that is the team. I'm not going to go down that road. I think that mm -hmm. for me, the most impactful one for me was when I feel like I got to the burnout phase uh, years ago. And it was the first time that I was just going, 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 wearing all the hats. And I was not figuring out how to leverage or say no to anything or have any kind of standards or anything in place. And that was a moment for me where I, I was even putting my own like 
self care to the side, you know, of like, I wasn't working out, I wasn't eating great. Like, there's just so many things about that point in my life when it all just kind of came together. And I was at the point where I was like, I can't do this. Like I am at a breaking point. I am miserable. I'm not nice to be around. Like I was just so unhappy. And that's not like me. Like I'm a generally pretty happy person. And yeah, I mean, that was definitely a breaking point for me where I was like, either something has to change and I have to drastically make a huge difference right now, or I'm not going to survive in this industry. And that was the moment that I mean, I literally started going to yoga, <laughs> which was huge. And I decided to unplug enough to be able to take care of myself first. And then I also started to have standards in place of the type of clients that I worked with. So I don't know if that answers yeah. your question. <clears throat> well, it does. I mean, I think it's it's just kind of recognizing kind of like what got me here isn't going to get me there. Like if I yeah. keep spinning my wheels or if I keep doing this thing, like I am just going to stay put. Or I'm going to go backwards. And to me, kind of staying put is going backwards. Is going backwards. It is. And that's the growth conversation. Like if you're not moving forward and growing, you are dying. Like yeah. that is what that is. And it's such a good perspective or such a good point too, because I think that when you're in those moments, you know, you're hitting a ceiling. And a lot of times if you hit that ceiling, you can't get past that ceiling until you change something radically. Like you have to really, really change it in order to get to the next level. And I remember hearing people talking about that when I was brand new, you know, getting into the business. And I was like, okay, I have no idea what you're talking about because I'm just trying to get my first deal. I'm trying to get my first client. Like I have no idea what you're even talking about. But then when you actually go through those, and I feel like we've been through several now at this point in time, you know, you, you hit a ceiling. And once you hit that ceiling in order to break through, you have to change something and it's you just kind of a, break it up. It's just a feeling too, man. It Your sales could be like booming. And this isn't like, this isn't income. This isn't sales numbers. It, it's none of that. It's literally just a it feeling. It is a feeling. Yeah. Like your sales could be continuing to skyrocket, but you've got this like, mm, man, I, I don't know. It's like treading water feeling. And it's not like distracted puppy. It's just like you get this feeling that, okay, I, I have to do something. I've got, I've got to scale this. I've got to leverage this. I've got to leverage it do this thing faster or better or without me in it. And then I got to do something else to keep it going. Or maybe I got to hit it from another side. You know what I mean? And I think we've been really good at recognizing that <laughs> maybe, maybe later in the game than I would like sometimes. Um, no, but I think that the difference too, is that there's two of us. So like, yeah. I feel like one of us will always recognize it. It's if you're on it, if you're doing it yourself, I feel like it's harder to recognize it because you're just doing, you're just going, 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 and you're not ever going to have another voice saying, Hey, is this really what we want to be doing? And I think that that's the key is I feel like for me, that feeling always comes with a voice of, is this what it's going to be forever? Like, mm -hmm. is this, is this what we're doing forever or what's the next thing? And I feel like I always get to that point where I'm like, what's the next thing? It's not that I'm not happy and content with what I have. It's that, but I know that we can do this better. And I know that we can create a, a better way to do it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's kind of like, man, that's really playing with fire there because you walk a fine line between like just started a bunch of things and failing or not finishing them or being unsuccessful. And just, again, just being like, Ooh, squirrel, you know, <laughs> looking left and right and doing all the things. Um, you've got to be careful that you're not doing that and that you are like, okay, intentionally, I feel good about this. I need to move to the next thing. Or I feel like there's something more, you know, I, I, there, there is a fine line because we're, 
I don't, uh, we're in a day and age, I guess, where like, you know, there's a gazillion startups and they're here and then gone tomorrow. Oh, this thing's really hot. Uh, gone tomorrow. You know, well, it's <laughs> it's, that it's hit and I might be like under a rock and I just heard this recently. It might be something that's been around for like 10 years. I don't know, but it's cancel culture, right? Like, oh, this isn't working for a second. Just cancel it, done, move on. And like people are doing that with relationships. They're doing that with friendships. They're doing it with businesses, whatever it is. Like we're in a cancel culture. And I think it is important to make sure that you're not doing that. You're not treating things like that. But I think things can be working and they can still change. You can still change how you're doing it. You know, I don't think that for the most part, I don't feel like that anything that Andy and I have changed or done or pivoted has been like, all right, we're done all together. I mean, the team is probably the biggest one, but even then it was with the intention of something else different, just a different version of that. Right. So it's like, okay, this is working. This is going, or it's not working. How can I update change? you know, skew this. So it's a little bit different and it works better. So I know we could probably ramble on this topic for a while, but it's, I think it's just, you know, that is what it is. Just being smarter, you know, smarter with your time, getting intentional with it, making sure that you're not just going the rabbit hole, going down the rabbit hole of doing just to do just because you can. Right. Yeah. Business owner. Right. Definitely. So I hope you learned something from this one, um, from our uh, little minor mistake, I guess. Um, but again, it's like, it's little corrections as we go. So thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, if you could do us a favor, as always, like, comment, share, uh, leave us a review. Um, talking uh, on a podcast is we get no feedback other than our own high five after the podcast. <laughs> uh, so any kind of review you leave us would be awesome. Uh, Till next time, we'll talk to you later. See you later.